Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. I'm Dave. My boy Adam Deacon's over here. Say what's up. Hi. What's up? Hey. Yeah. How we doing? He's doing good. We're back again. We're back again. Bills just got done today with uh, the first practice against the Cleveland Browns. No pads, though. Or, well, no, no, no. There was, I went to. I'm, I'm sorry. There was pads, but not, like, live hitting. Yeah, a lot of the seven-on-sevens. Yeah, so. Only well, one fight. Yeah, only one fight so far. I mean, all these guys talking all this trash, like something's going to happen. Um, I was at camp today, had a hell of a time because, you know, they tell you to park in the parking lot over at Pittsburgh Sutherland High School or this other school, Menden or something. And uh, I went to camp a couple other times, and it was just totally like a, a waste of, like, driving and all that. Um, like, what, what ended up happening was you go park. You have to take the shuttle bus into camp. So I go to one lot. Oh, yeah, this is full. Go around to the other side. Okay, you got your parking spot. But today, because of the Browns, too, I go to one lot. It's packed. Go to the other lot. Just about to get in. And then all the spots get taken up. And there's, like, ten cars. And a guy tells us, oh, sorry, guys. It's, uh, yeah, you can't park over there. So we go park in the grass. Yep, can't park in the grass. All of a sudden, I'm wasting all this time going back and forth. And I end up kind of getting in a little shouting match with a guy at All Pro Parking. Pretty much just saying, like, how do you do this job and not count the parking spaces <laughs> to know, like, when to not let more damn cars in? So, Russ Brandon, if you're listening. Which you are. All Pro Parking Lot is not even single-A baseball, bud. I would take the Gaze Childlike Spartans in Rochester over that. <laughs> it was the worst. Get on your game, dude. All pro? All pro? And last time the same thing happened. Oh, sorry. It's, well, why are you sending cars in here still? Anyways, so can't went all right. Ty Powell got hurt. I feel bad for him. They think it might be an ACL. Yeah, that would be, that would be season ending. Yeah, Rex Ryan really likes him. He's got... He he's mentioned him a few times, especially after mini camps. Right off the bat, he stands out. Um, but re- obviously, Rex seemed very very knowledgeable about this roster more than other coaches, at least talking about it before he came. Um, Ty Powell's hurt. Sammy Watkins was had a glute thing, yeah. meaning his little, ass muscle little, going little tight, on, little tight in the butt cheeks. Something. Eh. I don't know. Sammy not gonna judge dog. I know. You know, but just take what, it easy, man. Yeah, take it easy. Hogan was out with uh, Hogan and Goodwin. I think had some heat issues. They were sidelined. They were down to like three receivers today, I believe three to four. Oh, it was bad out there. They had that big pen playing running back. Had to improvise. Yeah, they had a tight end playing running back too. They said, uh, or they. I keep saying they said. Rex said. Um, I don't pick up on all this at camp because, honestly, it's like organized chaos over there. And it depends, you know, what field you go on. If you're lucky, they see players go to the other field, everybody moves. And quite honestly, whoever decided to paint the bleachers blue, or not blue, dark, dark maroon, I I really want to punch you in the mouth. Yeah, it's cool. You got your, your team colors. But guess what, man? It's 90 degrees out, and I'm literally drenched. <laughs> I, I don't even think it was 90, and supposedly the humidity was only 60. I am drenched. Russ Brandon, <laughs> get those bleachers painted. What are you doing? Because <laughs> you know what? I go to the other field, the bleachers are all just aluminum, how they should be, just plain and simple. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what a difference. If not, somebody better bring a big fan up and down those aisles. Like set up like one of those wheelchair ramps that old women <laughs> use for stairs. Old women, old people, or maybe just handicap. Not again. Not gonna judge. We're not here. Judgment free zone. If you're handicapped, cool. Got your back, dog. Ridiculous. Give me your give me your GoFundMe. I'll donate something, or just give you some free advice. But like they should have like one of those things for the wheelchairs that goes up and down stairs, which just put like a powerful fan on there. And like, yo, why is it the why is it the conehead over there trying to sell beer during the day? I want to know. Right? Yeah. If you don't know who the conehead is, he's a pretty pretty legendary distributor of beer at any sporting event. I don't know what the hell he's called. What, what's that technically called? 
Beer guy. Beer guy. Yeah. Right. So camp. Back to camp. I got to watch a lot of our secondary get torched in one-on-one drills. A lot of them. But they were really physical. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Gilmore, man. (laughs) Sammy keeps getting him and, you know. That that's a cool matchup all day. Every every time that's a cool matchup, because like you said, they are playing really physical out there, and I like that. Now, looking at that that game with the Panthers the other night, we had Darby out there. They were picking on my boy Darby, man. They were picking on him. Yeah, Ronald Darby, he got torched. At the same time. I follow, I, I love to read tea leaves, hence this podcast is me just spewing you with my conspiracy theories, well, both of our conspiracy theories, or whatever we think, trying to connect some dots, alright, fit some round pegs into round holes, and let me tell you, I really think that it's going to get wild with this roster. Like, I really think oh, it's yeah. crazy. Like, they signed that IK, I punched, whatever, Ikea, I punched Geno Smith in the face and broke his Did you broke say Ikea? Yeah, whatever, dude. Ikea Adam Polly. Okay. I'm calling him he, Ikea. He busted Geno Smith. I know I added an E and an A. In the but. jaw. Broke his jaw. Six to ten weeks, Geno Smith's going to miss. Geno Smith won him 600 bucks for his limo ride that he paid for Ikea. And also a hotel. Because, no, you, know, no, you got this. Charity. You got this backwards. And then Polly. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. You're bought right. bought the plane ticket and and the limo accommodations and and so forth for Gino to come to the youth football camp that he was putting on. And I mean, Gino was on the flyer. He was very prominently promoted. So I get his side of this. I would have wanted to be reimbursed too. Now, now Gino, he had a he had a close friend, I guess, die in a motorcycle accident. He attended the service instead of the camp. I get that. At the same time, Gino also started waving his finger in his face and said, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And he got clocked in right. the mouth. And that is one thing that just gets me so mad is that finger in the face. Oh, and, I, and you want to know something about the finger in the face? I can't say that I'm better than that. I'll tell you something. I love the reports that it was a sucker punch. But in all reality, Gino called him out and got punched in the face. Maybe it's a sucker punch of 2015, but 20 years ago, was that a sucker punch? Or was that, no, you're you're squared off with me. You're getting pounded. So you better see it coming. So, Gino, maybe you need faster hands, brah. What's going on here? I don't know. You won't be able to open that mouth for about a month and a half. Yeah, so and then, and then we'll, see, we'll see what happens. And then the Jets got mad because he was throwing footballs in the driveway. Did you see that? No, I missed that. Huh. Well, don't be shocked. Anyways, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, we trust to win. Love you, Ryan, but I know what's going to happen when you're left with a minute 30 left with only a timeout. I don't blame you. You should never be put in that position. So hopefully your defense checks out and ours checks in and we get a lot of picks and we beat you all the time. Geno Smith, good luck. I think you're damned anyways, but if you want to come to the Bills, I don't know, man. Rex wanted the trade for Geno Smith. How did you feel about that? I don't hate it. I'll be honest with you. If he was on the team. I do. Don't get me wrong. I, I just crushed him, and I want to root against him. But he's in the wrong jersey, man. You come to my team, and I am drinking the Kool-Aid. I will at least drink the Kool-Aid for a little bit. Even with Rex Ryan. I drank no. the Kool-Aid. Now, 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 listen. Listen to this. Talk about drinking Kool-Aid. Doug Marone. I didn't want to drink the Kool-Aid on Doug Marone at first. And after I saw him wear that dumbass visor, I was like, get out of here. Sean, Sean Payton looks Yo, like a dumbass That's exactly what I said. I was like, this... The Sean Payton visor wearing wannabe ass. Yo, not for nothing though. Man. John Murphy, I saw him wearing a visor today at the presser. But John, I We know I, you're listening. We know we love you. Yeah, we love you. We love um, you a lot. We pray to you about you. And you know, really God John Murphy. 
Um, we we under- do in the highest in the highest regard. Look, we know it was ninety degrees out there today, so I understand you went in visor instead of full hat. You still got to block the sun. That's cool. But Doug Marone, I was like, do sure with this stupid ass visor. And, and you know what? I drank the Kool Aid. I'm like, yeah. He took that Syracuse franchise to a bowl game twice, even though the pinstripe bowl is, you know, the <laughs> the first annual one and the second annual one. But the the what bowl? Oh, that thing that Yankee Stadium wants to make money with. Oh yeah, that's right, the pinstripe bowl. But um, you know, I'm drink, I'm drinking the Kool Aid on Rex. I'm all in. If you bring Gino, Gino here, I'll be in for a little bit. You know, I remember reading stats of like Rashard Mendenhall's like brother getting brought into camp like six years ago, and I'm like, oh man. Who's this guy? He could, yeah. How'd that work out for right, me? Well, let I me ask also, you this then. Let me ask you this. Brian Brom. I had Brian Brian Brom. I was in that kid's oh, corner. Oh man! All right, Gino or Sanchez? After Drayton Florence shook Sanchez years ago, and the butt fumble solidifying it. You got to go with Gino because seriously, man, that dude was just thrown to the walls. And yeah, that's Rex's deal. Throwing it just like Darby, whatever. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I I would go Gino. Gino or Vic? I would go Vic just because I have my my dreams of 2004. (laughs) <laughs> Vic, I know you're 35, Michael, but, you know, and I got two pit bulls, and I love them dearly. Check my Instagram, at David J. Palermo, my plug, my dogs, for my dogs, about my dogs, for my dogs. And I got to say, I really think Michael Vic, I think he's shot. A lot. That's what everybody else says, too. They think he's shot. I don't know, because that dude can just whip the ball, but he does not, after... A decade of ball does not know. Maybe it's really eight years as a two years in jail or or prison. Um, maybe he never learned how to protect himself. How many times do you see that guy get up and get in hobbling? I feel like every fifth play I see that from that guy. Like where's Kevin Cobb, Mister Concussions? I would probably <laughs> take Kevin Cobb over anything over over Orton last year, you know. But all right, so quarterbacks. What did you think about the game overall? What did you overall think? I really, about the about the quarterbacks, I should say. I really and I hate to say it, I had my doubts, but I was impressed. I mean, for me, I I, I would say right now after after one preseason game, if I had to pick, I'd say Tyrod Taylor. Okay. Um, I mean. It was crazy. Do you agree with me that all of them played really well? Yeah. I mean, EJ kind of got a bum deal, some bad snaps, a couple drops. Which Rex Ryan called those guys out right in his presser. Right. But, I mean, that, that touchdown pass, you can't deny that. And if he could. If he could just consistently do that, he could be that guy. But and that's can, one of the best throws. Do you notice how much that was the best throw of that throwing, entire game? He either lost, team. He lost that college loft on the ball. He's throwing that ball with zip now, right? Like like NFL zip, which before I felt like he didn't really show that. Even though he could, you knew he could, but he was too he's, worried. It was he's like got too that careful. follow through now. Yeah, he was like too careful before. Um, so here, here's the rundown. Um, Matt Castle did what Matt Castle does. Safe throws. Yeah, but but seven of eight. Here's the here's the the con of it. And don't get me wrong, I put it on Twitter. I was like, as if this is what we see, this is great because I did not expect Taylor and Manuel to both look good. Um, what I was thinking right off the bat was, hey, um, I'll take this. You know, the, the timing with the receivers from him seemed great. And not for nothing, to squeeze this in there, the offensive line was the same lineup because Incognito was out, I believe, with an ankle or a calf thing going on. And 
Craig Herbert stepped in at left guard, and John Miller was at right guard. The only difference was John Miller at right guard. And you want to know something? That offensive line you guys saw was night and day. It, it looked like they were in the system for a few years. It right. just It's just a testament of how shitty, point blank, those how, how many hands were in a damn cookie jar of telling the offensive lineman what to do because that power run game, that everything going on. And, and they gave Castle all the court. They gave Castle very good protection, I thought. Yeah. And here's the deal, Matt Castle. I, I'm sick of seeing – on third and six, oh shit, biting my nails. Can we convert this? Can we? And that that happens. But when we haven't had a guy to do it on a regular basis, we're we're pretty sensitive as Bills fans over here. Like, come on, man, I'm sick of seeing that. Like, I, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, but like, I, I don't trust him. I I loved like the potential we have in, in EJ, but like the kid just couldn't. The the way he was coached, he was running out of bounds. Same with Orton, you know. And I'm sick of seeing this dink and dunk, like, offense. And that's what we're going to get with Castle. And, yes, it's all about getting the guys in space. You know who did that? Chan Gailey. You know who put the book out on him? Rex Ryan. Played everybody tight. Played Boom. everybody tight. Boom. Dropped the bomb. Just, that's it. So what's going to happen? They're going to figure out Castle real quick. Okay. Make him throw deep. And yeah. of all people, Rex should know that. And so, I want a guy that is athletic, quite honestly, for this team this year. If that's only one year, two years, but, you know, I just, like, like, like imagine in a perfect world, E.J. Manuel, to me, the perfect world, with the investment. E.J. Manuel hitting his ceiling, where we all think he could go. Um, I mean, some people just think, oh, he sucks, he was drafted too high. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he was drafted too high, but they got the guy they wanted, and I'm sick of the guys saying, just like they say, Cordy Glenn would make a great guard. Yeah, but he played, He can play tackle. He's fine at tackle. Don't talk like they're going to move him inside because of whatever, because of what Mel Kuyper said. And I think that's, oh, E.J. Manuel is drafted way high, way high. Well, whatever, dude. You got him now. That's a first-round pick. See what he's got. So, with Castle, you're just getting too much of a dink and dunk. Bullshit. I'm sick of seeing it. It works here and there, and I'm going to run some screens. It's going to be creative, but, like, we've seen that work for a few games and just get shut down. And, and I'm not even considering any of Marone's games a success. So don't when I say dink and dunk, don't even think that. I don't know what the hell that hodgepodge was. But I'm, I'm more referring to what we saw with Gailey with a limited quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, what would you think? I like the way he moved the ball. I felt, I felt like the – the pace of the game was just where it needed to be when he was out there. It, it felt faster to me, and the thing that impresses me most is he's got two drives that ended in touchdowns on the ground, and we're doing a we're doing a run first offense out here, and that is exactly what I was hoping to see in this game, and I'm so glad it happened, you know. Two touchdowns on the ground. You know, he had, what, 40, 47 yards rushing, something like that? And that was on six rushes, I believe. And so, I mean, yep. that's... And, I mean, a little, you know, a little less accurate than Castle was. Five of eight, but passed for, passed for more yards on five than, than Castle. <coughs> oh, excuse me. He had more yards in five completions than Castle had in seven. Yeah, and and what I liked about seeing Tyrod Taylor is you couldn't tell me he hasn't done it before. He he looked like he was out there. He 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 did not look like uh you know like he had Tron Edwards happy feet or something. You know what I mean? He just. He He's looked, a confident runner. Yeah, he not even just a confident runner. He just seems like a confident kid. I mean, you hear it in the pressers, but you can talk all that game you want. Show it up on the field. Yeah, it's preseason. But I think we've talked about this before, how, like, he he finds a hole and makes a burst for it, where EJ kind of just is more of a panic runner. Mm. 
Uh, I, I, dude, I, honestly, it's from what we saw. Yeah, from 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 years past. But um, so what? What's the downside with Tyrod Taylor? I agree with everything you said. I, I think that he looks like a. I I, I want to say Russell Wilson type, but I I'm really thinking I like Drew think Brees. The, Brett the main concern with him is pocket presence. He might start moving. Before he really should start, but moving. I think that's where you get to like the Drew Brees kind of model. If you want to go smaller guys, I feel like Brett Favre did not seem like a huge guy, but he like got it. Or you could even go back to like Steve Young. Like Steve Young didn't always run, but it was a threat, you know. Yeah. And Drew Brees can get out of the way a little bit. He's not super. He he's pretty. He's pretty Doug Flutie like to me. I could be nuts, man. Just the way he scrambles, I just think like little guys. I put. All those quarterbacks I mentioned, but yeah, Tyrod just seems to have that cool. Uh oh, we haven't had a legit one of these guys start in a bit, and I guess you could consider EJ. But even in college, he wasn't really known as a runner. I think he could be, but the only thing I worry about Tyrod Taylor is again them figuring it out. Right. You know what's his kryptonite? Uh, they're, and, and I just want to make sure that when the lights turn on. He's not just making a quick read and bouncing. Now, there were a few plays that they designed for him to look like. Look like every quarterback had plays for them, which is crazy to think about. They just had plays for them. Like, Castle had the quick get the ball out right. plays. Tyrod the, the had to make, make one read and go. Right. EJ seemed to have a mix of both. Not necessarily a one-read run. So, EJ, what'd you think? Four of eight. Two drops. Rex Ryan shredded those tight ends. Yeah. Nick O'Leary and uh forgot who else dropped it. I believe it was Marquise Gray. I could be wrong. Yeah, seventy seven yards, uh touchdown, no interceptions. He he looked like a disaster. But you also gotta keep in mind, third string centers out there with him. Yeah, two two back to back botch snaps. I mean, that's hard to that's hard to even get a fair look at him <laughs> under those circumstances. Right, right. Two bot snaps. Um, I thought he went through his progressions really nice. Like uh, to me, yeah, it's third stringers. But when you're just honing in on the guy, he did not look panicked, and he threw really nice balls. And there's a whole joke. Oh, he he threw the ball into the tent in practice. Ha ha ha! Like Thursday. And uh, it's like maybe someone in the tent owed him six hundred dollars. Oh, probably. But you know, how do you screw EJ Manuel out of six hundred bucks? He's so nice. But I, I just think that he. A lot of guys. I listen to the post game and listen to our boy Sal Capaccio, who I usually agree with everything. But he just made it seem like there is nothing EJ can do to get into the two man rotation. And I kind of have an answer for that. I, I think EJ, which I'll get to, I think EJ had one throw that was that was bad, which was a, a throw to Nick O'Leary, and he's running to his his left side, and he looked like he was like 25 yards away from him, and he had to throw over a defender, I believe, and underneath another one. It wasn't like a hard if he was just standing there in the pocket, it's an all-day, you know, easy, simple throw. But he just scrambled and, and went crazy, got out of there, and then, you know, has to get that ball there. And, yes, a lot of guys would, maybe. That's Aaron Rodgers, definitely. But I don't think it's worth crushing him on it when he went six for eight, you know. If you consider those two drops, he went six for eight. But he really went four for eight. So, and he would have had probably another 20 yards or 15 yards. And that would have brought E.J. Manuel against third stringers almost up to 100 yards passing on eight attempts. You know, so I thought he did all right. It looked like it was going to be a train wreck in the beginning. But I didn't really see a lot of the E.J. things, though. Like, his awareness level seems smart. There was a chance where he had to get three yards. And what did he do? He just saw the opening and just went for it. He just ran four yards and he made sure he got over the line. Like that's big for me. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, nothing, he plays hard. nothing worse. He plays hard. Can't take that away from him. 
So here, here's what I'm thinking with the quarterbacks is uh, here's my conspiracy theory to connect the dots. The media in Buffalo is going crazy, which I, I, I love listening to it. And uh, it, it it's going nuts. It seems like they think it's a two-horse race. And I'm also the idiot that did not think that the Panthers would take Cam Newton. So listen to your source over here. You know, I went to, like, this little draft party that year, and I was the only one to pick the draft order where it was like Cam Newton wasn't number one because I wanted the Bills to get him at three. Thank you, Andrew Luck, for not coming out of college and screwing us, dude. Really cool, brah. So, anyway. We know you're listening. Yeah, we know you're listening. So, I I, I think that what they're doing is they're throwing everything at, at Matt Castle. See how he does. Then, you got EJ Manuel developing still. Developing. Later, you know, getting the last third third string reps, like whatever. You know, I don't know why they bother putting in Matt Sims, who gives a shit, honestly. Yeah, maybe he just needs the opportunity. Well, guess what? It ain't here. You got three guys showing out in preseason. And then you got Taylor. I think I think Matt Sims is just Rex trying to help his buddy find a job. Whatever. He could do whatever he wants to do. But, you know, you got a guy like... Uh, Steve Tasker saying during the broadcast that he thinks he just needs opportunity. He's just never been given opportunity, which is true. But if you ever heard him talk, he talks a lot. I mean, yeah. I talk a lot, but like him, his dad, his brother, like Matt, like no disrespect, dude. You guys got to shut up sometimes. But I, I don't know what to think about that kid. He, he I, I want to see him throw it, but they didn't let him. He had three attempts, attempts, didn't nail any of them, but I don't know. What do I know? I just look at it like this. That kid's out of it, Matt Sims. There's no – hopefully yeah. he's practice squad. But I would have rather seen EJ take That's what reps. I'm saying. I don't understand that. It happened at scrimmage too where he got a ton of reps, Matt Sims. And, and what we – it seems like Rox Ryan really wants Tyrod Taylor. That's what it seems like. I don't know what the organization thinks. I don't know what the locker room thinks. Like I don't hate it. I would love to know like the pulse of the locker room. Like what who they would want. And if Rex kind of goes with that, like, hey, what do you guys think? Because I think it would be kind of tight to do that. At the same time, you don't want your locker room making the decision. You know? So I'm sure they're just as exhausted. Or from- do you? Do you want your locker I I kinda think you do want your locker That's room. That's what I kinda think too. decision. Because then you would have the confidence to back him up. I just wonder, like, Tyrod Taylor seems to be the favorite. He's getting starting right. He, he's going to go out number one against the Browns. E.J. Manuels, he, I thought he was going to get twos, but he might be doing threes now. He's doing threes. Because he, Rex said twos, I thought, at the end of the other game. I could be wrong. Um, but Matt Castle's going to do what Matt Castle does, and – I, I want to see him make those deeper passes. And I understand Tom Brady doesn't always make super deep passes. There was a few years where he couldn't hit him. Who cares what Tom Brady does? No, but you can work, make that offense work, those short throws. Oh, no. I'm, but I, I just I don't know where I to go with it. I just hate those guys. What do you do? Do you throw everything at Castle and then see if it works out? Throw a majority to Taylor, see if it works out, and see if EJ just – miraculously goes. I hope they keep, no matter what, I hope they keep all three quarterbacks. I don't care what order. I, I really don't want to see EJ get caught. I want to see this kid really just honestly develop more. Yeah. He's he's such a nice dude. I hate it. I, I hate that he well, can't just be consistent. Greg Roman had an interview with uh, John Murphy on his podcast, which you should check out. And he mentioned that EJ just just has these tools that not every quarterback has, like that throwing that ball on a rope. You see how chill EJ was? He just shrugged that that defender was coming in, just didn't even just shrug them out a little bit and just zip that ball in there. And Greg Roman was just like, you know, there's so there, there's some things that he can do that guys just he's never seen before. Like just guys don't have that. And I think it's connecting the dots and if the Bills give up on him and keep Castle and, and cut EJ, I'd be a little disappointed because I'm not too fast to cut it. 
to cut him. You know, I feel if you got him now, the cap hit would be about one and a half this year, one and a half the following year. I think Sal Capaccio mentioned something about spreading it over a couple of years. And quite honestly, just I, what if Tyrod Taylor gets hurt? What if he gets nailed? He's got this style like Russell Wilson. I mean, and we've seen Mike Vick, but Tyrod yeah, seems to know when to stop. He he seems to know his. Uh, he's a very smart rusher. He he always seems like he has a plan of attack. He's not a panic runner at all. Right. Um. Thursday. What if all the quarterbacks look good? What do we do? Which, on a side note, just to wrap up the talk of that game, just real quick, real quick, 10 seconds. If you didn't watch it, I'm sure you did. McCoy looked like McCoy. Offensive line looked great. Uh, Hogan needs to hold on to the ball. I don't care if it's preseason and guys breathing down your neck. Yeah, it was behind you, bud. All the quarterbacks, I never had a more exciting preseason game. Defense looked great, as always. You know, um, the depth a little bit, I don't know. But, um... I thought everybody showed out. And, and but by the way, did you see IK get crushed yeah. by, by a slot receiver? That was sweet. Yeah. But he oh, has a man. fast burst, he, though. He got rocked by that receiver, though. A slot receiver just took him out. Like, that's a good vine. Um, so, what do you think for Thursday? If everybody shows out, what, what happens? I mean, I think it comes down to who makes – who who has the, the overall – I don't want to say highest ceiling, but, like, who's more dynamic overall that gives the Bills the best chance to win? I think Castle's at the ceiling. He did what we expected. EJ, I think, is on the come up. No one's giving him credit. I'm not an EJ apologist. Trust me. I wanted Orton. I was like, get this kid out of here. Get him out of here. I said that last year. But look what happened. If I knew Orton was going to retire and the Doug Marone would opt out, a.k.a. Maybe the front office said we're going to can you, so take this money because we don't like you. You know? Um, that's what I think happened. So, especially if that dude was blackballed from the rest of the league. Anyways, if I would have known that, I would have said play play EJ all year. You know? But we were all impatient because there were some throws left on the table. But the Texans guy, uh, what's his name, J.J. Watt, he's pretty good. So, yeah, he's okay. not shocked. But what if he shows out? I think it comes down to... I think this, they really want Tyrod to start. You know, I, I, who cares if EJ's number three in the depth chart? I don't give a shit. I just want him on the roster still. I think there's a lot of untapped potential. And God forbid somebody, like, gets him that can develop quarterbacks, you know? Like, like what if that dude went to, like, Denver or something and he just chilled with Brock Osweiler back there? <laughs> and then next thing you know, oh, man, we unleashed the beast, you know? But I, I don't know if he has it. I just don't I, – I really don't know who – I'm lost, man. Like, I'll take any one of them. Just don't make mistakes. And on third and long, I hope we can have a chance of getting it. What do you think? I like it. I'm team Tyrod right now. I could go for it. So get your Trent Edwards jerseys. <laughs> if you get a throwback Trent Edwards jersey, you can put a Tyrod nameplate on it. Yeah, because they might play in throwbacks. EJ, man, I'm still here for you. you. Castle, Castle, if you win, dog, I know you're listening. I'm here, man. By the way, uh, on the note of that game, Carlos Williams, the running back guy, he's what he was hospitalized for something. He, they he don't woke really up, know yet. It, he it, woke up in some severe pain this morning. That's all they really know. Really? It's awful, but he looked really good in that game, too. That dude is a beast. He's a tank. Yeah. 6'1", just rolling dudes. Roll, like, what a booby dick so Fred Jackson gets caught. Oh, my God, I cry. Yeah, that that would be awful. I hope I hope they uh, find room for all those guys. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, I, I was impressed. Even uh, Bryce Brown was making some nice plays the other night. Yeah, he, he did good, man. But he's even injured, too. I forgot what it is. Rex didn't say what it was. Bryce Brown is hurt, too. They had, like, two running backs, one or two running backs today. And I don't want McCoy out there. Keep your helmet on, dude. 
The helmet comes off. Just hold out your hand and say, time out. Time out. <laughs> Chill. No. Chill. You coming to my party? No, you're not because you weren't invited. Ladies night only. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Thursday's game. Expect the podcast next Sunday. You want to do one Sunday? We'll probably shoot for one Sunday. Anywhere between Thursday and Sunday. We'll Somewhere in there. We'll get in there. But um, thank you. Check us out on Instagram. Numb Bills fan. Tell your friends. Get Check iTunes. On, yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on Twitter. Facebook. Whatever it is. You'll find it. Get with it. If you have any funny pictures or anything that you want us to put our name on, you know, you want to get clearance or I'll just put some Photoshop and I'll black out your eyes like a censored bar, whatever. I'll find it. Um, if you want some stickers or something, you know, send us a tweet. I've never gotten one tweet yet to the account about, hey, man, I listen to your podcast. Maybe because nobody gives a shit. You got that email. Yeah, I got that really cool email. I already addressed that a few podcasts ago. But Dave, you're the shit, man. Thank you, bud. Email me back, dude. I know it took me two months to get back to you, but I'm here. I'm waiting. We know every, you're listening. Every time I go go drop a dewey, I'm checking my numb bills fan email. Anyways, write in. Maybe one day we'll have you call in. You know? Anyways, we're out. See you Sunday, whatever. Good luck against the Browns. Hopefully Manziel sucks because I don't want to think, oh, man, what could have been? No, no, <laughs> Not no. doing it. All right, have a good night.
and they and, and these guys are just like say, oh yeah, good luck with Manny Lawson, blah 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 from Cincinnati. He can't do shit. That dude's a flop. And then it's like, look what Mike Patton made out of him, man. He very very serviceable. And what's that say? There's more to the story. So he could have been in the wrong defense. He could have had poor coaching. He could have not been given a shot. And that's a hell of a credit to the scouting department to find that guy. I mean, look at these guys, dude. These guys that they bring in are impact players. They're 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 drafting good. The scouting department is just disgusting, yeah. man. And and like Rex is on the same page with them and yeah, they, that's what we need, man. They really are digging up guys out of nowhere. They can go out there and get stuff done. I mean, Nigel Brad stepped up to the plate last year, late round pick. Four I, years I've ago, I always I, liked Bradham. I've always liked him. He's he was an animal at Florida State. He's always been. He's always been awesome. And then you even got guys like Arthur Motes, you know, real late pick, and, and he's still playing yeah. with the Steelers. And and it, man, it's so refreshing. And, and my my point is, is with 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 Rex, overall, is you got this forty six. Like, there's no ceiling. You got. He's not. He's hit a reset button, and now he has a proven, you know, he's studied the Bills many times, okay? He knows exactly what the scouting department and general manager are capable of, and that's great to know that from the ownership down, by the way, owners being at practice, and, you know, since Rolf has gotten, you know, Rolf is old, couldn't make it out anymore, you know, but... Everybody's on the same page. Cannot wait to see what comes up. And it sounds like they're not going to. It, it feels. I had the same feeling, though. Beware with Doug Marone. With getting Mike Patton and Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, they're on the cutting edge. They're on the cutting edge. You know what the cutting edge was? Believing Obama was the cutting edge. Because <laughs> I voted for that guy. And, dude, you turned your back on us, dog. I don't know what happened there. But. Rex Ryan, I feel like we're on the cutting edge. You know, you got a proven guy in Greg Roman who's made lemonade out of these lemon quarterbacks. You know, Alex Smith, I brought up a million times. What, seven years at least? What quarterback gets seven years on a team and sucks? No one. So it's like. Alex Smith. Yeah. And then you got Rex Ryan with the proven track record. And then the scouting department, you got three spots that are just, okay, we can make it happen. And give credit, too, to Russ Brandon. By the way, now the main dude, too, president of the Sabres. Sabres. Yeah, good job, Russ. And I think it it comes down to Russ, too, because he he has helped with Jim Overdorf and getting these guys to – to be creative with their contracts. And something he kind of mentioned that he hinted towards is with the new ownership, you can even get more creative. So that could mean a lot of things, if however you want to read into it. But look at Jerry Hughes. They got it done. What Rex wants, he will get, and, it, and I just believe it will get done. And if it doesn't, it's going to suck. And I'm going to be looking back at three years, man. I can't believe I believe the hype. You know, those Rex's big, white, beautiful chompers. I was so psyched. But (laughs) I am not – I still feel like I need to get punched in the face and wake up. Like, I can't believe this is our Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, there hasn't been this kind of enthusiasm in this town in forever. Yeah, and we're we're in Rochester, too. We're not even in Buffalo. And, like, Rochester – you're noticing a lot more people wearing Bills shit. And Rochester is the king of the, oh, I don't have a team. What do you mean? Your team was the Bills? Well, yeah, I mean, I used to follow it. Okay, dude. Yeah. We, I get it. All you right. fell off. All I don't right. blame you. All right. You know, your dad, by the way. Man. And then, you know, I got to see text messages from my dad about my Bills. Oh, man, only if they, why don't they just, my dad's had the same, like, play written up for the Bills for 15 years. Why don't they just run a bootleg? Just run him out there. Dad, you don't think they freaking tried it, man? You don't think they know he's a dunce? He's going to trip on his feet or something? Come on, man. You don't know that (laughs) he's not going to make a proper throw for the check down with with Fred Jackson? Come on, man. 
You don't know the coach is messed up in the head. He's not going to let his quarterback do anything. Come on. Anyways, I'm just about done here. How about you? Yeah. That's I mean, it. That, that's Expect a good some look updates. Do some homework. By the way, please tell your freaking friends. If you want to hear two idiots talk about the Bills, we're here. This isn't meant to be, uh, you know, talking on the radio type bullshit. We can swear. Why? Because we make the rules. All right. So, numbillsfan.podbean.com. Numbillsfan. Search for it on iTunes. At numbillsfan on Twitter. At numbillsfan somewhere on Facebook. Look into it. Might have some stickers being made. Please. Shoot me an email too at numbillsfan at gmail.com. I hope you can spell. And good luck to you. We should be back, I hope, within uh, a few days. We just want to have some content. There might be some future ones that are just short little snippets of information. You know, by the way, Aaron Cromer, real quick, his charges got dropped, which there hasn't been a move made on that. Charges drop. No comment has been made from the team. Right. So we'll have a better update with that. But anything else? That's it for me. All right. Keep it real. Thanks, guys. Bye now.